Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Before we get into episode 60, I just want to say a few things. First off, if you're listening to this and you've listened to not even all 60 episodes, but even the majority of the stuff that we've put out, I want to say thank you. Sincerely, thank you so much. There's a ton of really excellent D&D podcasts out there. And the thought that anyone has given us a chance, still after, you know, two and a half years of doing this, almost two and a half, uh, it surprises me. And I've always been very grateful to anyone who's shown really any kind of support for us. Uh, The RPG and podcasting communities, the people that I've encountered and talked to uh, have been fantastic. And uh, I'm very grateful to everyone who has listened to this show. It's been a lot of work, and there were times when I thought uh, I should stop. But it's been, at the end of the day, just too much fun just to do this and to share it with everyone. And uh, I'm just glad that some people like it, which again, surprises and sometimes baffles me, but I'm glad. Now, this is the final episode of this campaign, but it is not the end of this podcast. We have two more episodes that will come out in in the following weeks. Uh, the one is a group chat with me and the players. We're just kind of talking talking about stuff, talking about the adventure in general, stuff that we like, stuff that we maybe didn't like so much. And then there is one other behind-the-screen episode that I recorded. I think it was between episodes 52 and 53 uh, with Matt Orton and Sarah Bolstridge. They they helped me with the, the most recent behind-the-screen episode. And... I'm putting it out now because I didn't want that to interfere with the dice giveaway that we did where people were trying to guess the end of the campaign because I thought introducing uh, or, or publishing that episode so late in the uh, in the podcast would be would maybe give people an unfair advantage because not everybody listens to the behind the screen episodes but Turns out very little of what we talked about actually transpired, which I think we um, you may find interesting to hear both of those behind-the-screen episodes and all the things that we planned for and all the things you can sort of hear me pushing the players towards and they didn't go for any of it. So I guess that just goes to show that uh, you can you can put some very attractive bait in front of them But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. Anyways, uh, aside from that, I am already working on the next campaign. And uh, I don't want to talk too much about what the future has in store, uh, who's going to be participating in the next campaign. We're still ironing out the details, so when I know more, uh, you'll know more. But suffice it to say, I am very excited for things to come. If you want to stay up to date, you can, you know, follow us on any of our social media platforms. I struggle to keep up with those. I think, you know, information-wise, it's it's 
when there's something really important with the podcast, I'll, I'll post about it. But other than that, uh, I have a hard time really posting much else on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And Discord. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you can join our Discord. There will be a link in the uh, show notes here that you can follow to join the Discord. There's a Dungeon Master group there that you can join if you're not on Facebook. Currently, the only DM group is on Facebook, but if you are not on Facebook and you want to join the DM uh, group where we talk about all the spoiler stuff for the campaign as it progresses, and this isn't so relevant now, but will be very relevant once the new campaign starts, you can join our Discord, and there's a channel for the DM-only group. I guess it's called Behind the Screen. There's a channel for like a Dungeon Master Roundtable, where if you want to bounce your ideas off of people, you can you can get ideas from other DMs. And there's also a channel where you can find a group. If you're a player or a DM, you don't have anyone to, uh, to play D&D with, then you can post in that channel and hopefully connect with, with some other folks who are looking to set up a game. And lastly, don't forget to check out our friends over at nerdychicken.ca. They are an RPG accessory shop. They've got really great dice, dice towers, minis, fantasy artwork, other oddities, and you can get 15% off of a wide variety of items with the coupon code NERDYNIGHTS, N-E-R-D-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Again, that's nerdychicken.ca and the coupon code NERDYNIGHTS. So let's rejoin our heroes one last time. Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gelodob Fabblestabble. The last time we played, Gilladob and Faye were in the Great Keep in Pharaoh's Point, facing off against a transforming Agarand, a half-dragon who is quickly becoming half-dragon, half-mind flare, and whatever other half of a half-dragon he is. Spruce had met his heroic demise, and with with the help of some ghost berserkers that Vanna had summoned before she <laughs> ran away, <laughs> Faye, Gilly, and a couple of axe beaks and a tiger were able to slay Agarand, this juggernaut monstrosity. Meanwhile, a group of dragonborn were approaching the outside of the keep where the Githyanki had been standing guard. It's very quiet inside the keep. Oh, I should say, also, Elwyn had teleported in to the keep with Elasha using a, an ability that he can sometimes muster when the plot requires it. <laughs> <laughs> and now the heroes, Faye, Gilly, Elasha, some berserkers, uh, to a lesser extent Elwyn, uh, are in the keep, in the silence, with a slain Mind Flayer Ulatharid, a slain Agarand, and a group of Dragonborn approaching from the outside. What are you going to do? All these, like, thralls that are still in this room, after the Mind Flayers die, are they still enthralled? 
I don't think you know that. Like right now, they're just kind of looking around. They, okay. they're the yeah. I don't think that you know that they're they're not. They don't seem to be under like following a command right now. If I can phrase it like that. Okay. And we still have some ghost Vikings hanging around. Yeah. Can I ask two of the ghost Vikings? I'll I'll briefly explain the situation and ask them to bring Spruce's body out. Very respectfully, he's a great warrior. I think they'd understand. We just chuck him over the shoulder like a sack of no, potatoes. No, not an aerial burial. Aerial burial. <laughs> <laughs> more than that. <laughs> Get the airship. That's what he wants. Never, never checked what his wishes were. He yes. So some burial. of these, some of these berserkers, they they go and they they lift up Spruce and carry him into the great hall, and all the other berserkers raise their great axes into the air, and you hear one of them mutter, "He will join us in Valhalla." Oh, nice. So the next time we blow the horn, <laughs> Spruce might show up. <laughs> That's amazing. It's going to show up and immediately call a tattoo trust meeting. <laughs> so, hey, guys, quick question. Now that I'm a berserker. Now that I'm a berserker. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'll also fetch his um extendable halberd. It's a fucking glaive. Glaive. <laughs> That's it's a glaive. Yeah. It has yeah. been. It has been <laughs> since episode one. Um. So okay. When when they bring Spruce out, Elash is going to uh, going to walk over to Spruce and um. Make an animal handling check. His dog is growling <laughs> at Alasha. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Eleven. Mm, dog reluctantly allows you to get close to Spruce. Alasha's gonna. Uh, is he like? Did they lay him down, or are they holding him still? They they would set him down gently on the floor. So Alasha will kneel down and just kind of like place a hand on his on his shoulder and you know pay her respects and say that that uh i don't know i didn't have anything prepared <laughs> um is that what she man. says no right. she'll say <laughs> i had nothing prepared no she'll she'll just uh kind of hang her head and and um and say you uh, to to echo what he said to to shigar she'll say you deserved better but um you know you you die a hero and and you will not be forgotten you'll become legend in this in this land and uh she she kind of reaches towards dog to to give him a pet in hopes of him being a little bit less uneasy about her and we'll have to um, leave that for the next animal handling check all right (laughs) (laughs) and uh she's going to yeah reach out and and kind of undo the bracer of uh that that Spruce took from Shigar and she's going to hang on to that as um, as a, I guess, kind of a, a symbolic memento from, from Spruce. Can I just point out that the last two people who wore that died 
Just gonna throw that <laughs> that it might not be like a great moment, so it could be cursed. The bracer is also <laughs> cursed. <laughs> but it comes with a plus one to your AC. <laughs> the AC is also cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the berserkers would convey that, yeah, there's a bunch of dragonborn that are approaching the keep and they don't know that they're leaderless now. Quickly search the two dead bodies of the bosses. <laughs> I would feel totally wrong if Gilly didn't search some corpses. I was going to say, he's got to loot them. They have some sweet stuff, I'm sure. Come on. At least I got to take those long tentacles as a prize. <laughs> <laughs> to go with your blood cape. Okay, Alasha's going to turn to Elwyn and ask if he thinks he would be able to to kind of teleport out of here again. He says, I don't know. I don't know, baby. I need like 10 more minutes at least. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's not sure. He's not sure. It's, uh, uh, you know, he's he's an older man. It's It's less... Uh, less of a sure thing these days. Oh my gosh. Alash is going to ask Elwyn <laughs> to stay with Spruce and to try his hardest and if he can to try and get Spruce's Spruce's body back to the ship. So if he can get out of here to to take Spruce with him. Oh, because Sure, Elwyn says that the ship should be here in like in a few minutes. But also Elwyn would say like this this here is a is a victory. But now we need to like, there's still the dragonborn who are operating under the assumption that they have Agarin and Arizax at the helm. Well, we can show them different. Would, does Alasha know anything about Arizax? I don't remember if we, if we conveyed the whole dragon thing to the Warriors Alliance. Oh, should we throw <laughs> it out <laughs> first? <laughs> I think you. I think you might have. I think you might have like popped in, and uh, but I can't recall. But anyways, you can. I know that we did about the about the Iron Guardians, but I don't know about the dragon. Yeah, we, we definitely want to announce that they're dead. Can I just like walk out onto the front stairs and just be like, Dragonborn, Dragonborn, Dragonborn? <laughs> just you sure can. Race. Do you want to? The, the entire species, I guess. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. We will uh, first, if, if Gil Gilly's going to be rifling through the bodies, he finds that uh, the Mind Flayer, the Ulatharid, has, you know, a lot of pretty nice tentacle trophy tentacles that would make good trophies. Um, mm. It has a black orb, uh, uh, similar, a little bit different, a little bit smaller than, than what uh, you had had seen, but you were assuming that it was using this to communicate with the others. Agarin has, like, his armor is clearly uh, probably some of the nicest plate armor you've ever seen in your life. His sword you saw was, you know, on fire earlier, uh, so it's pretty confident that it's a magical sword as well. Um, you find a few other knickknacks, but really nothing of value. Right. Aside from the extremely valuable armor and, and the sword, <laughs> well, I will... and you and you would take you would you would reacquire the uh, the small satchel of of the gems that you uh, yep. tossed to the mind flare. Yeah, 
Oh, and just for the record, I'll, I'll, I would leave the glaive with with Spruce's body, like rested on top of him. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were gonna rifle through like, Spruce's stuff. No, because <laughs> it was it was thrown on the ground, right? So I I would yeah. want to like pick it up and put it put it with him now that he's out here. Mm. That's very nice. So Faye heads towards the uh, the front doors to the keep to to make a proclamation to an approaching group of dragonborn. I'm going to do uh how many are there? There were there were like 10 to 15 initially. That's what I think what Vanna saw, but there are more that are coming because they they had some reinforcements. So you're looking at uh the approach of several dozen soldiers like actually like a, an organized regiment. I step out onto the main steps and I say, Dragonborn, Dragonborn, Dragonborn. Lend me your ear for one moment, please. They shout back at you and Dragonborn. You don't understand what they're saying. And Vanna's not here yet. <laughs> She's still running. I'm still bravely running away. <laughs> oh, wait, they're they gone. Away, away. <laughs> they're gone. It doesn't matter. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll step up and be like, you once had a leader, but now they are dead. So turn yourselves around and just go home instead. That's my persuasion. Damn! <laughs> oh, I feel like this is going to work. I said their names three times. <laughs> it's been foolproof so far. I didn't even say their names. I said their species and just yelled at a huge horn of them. I think that uh, hearing... Which, which leader are you talking about? <laughs> yes hearing hearing Faye say your leader is dead I'm like oh that's our cue and I start dragging the body out to the front gate yeah yeah. And I'm like both Arazax and Agarand have been slain this Let day her finish <laughs> <laughs> Elasha will see will see Gilly start dragging Agarand out and she'll grab the other tentacled thing and just follow along I give a little thumbs up. Okay. She assumes it's the right thing to do. She's never seen these things until she came into this room. So I guess from behind me comes the bloody corpse of Agarand. Oh, Erzax, sorry. Are we on Erzax? No, Agarand. Erzax is the yeah, dragon. dragon. You'd need a lot more than Gilly to drag Erzax's body around. <laughs> is his body not just like out in the city somewhere though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so be like, where is that? Like a block from here? It's not a block. <laughs> like, well, and then so when Agarand comes out, we'll point to them. This is Agarand. And if you want to send a scout to the corner of Dead Dragon and Dead Dragon, you'll find a dead dragon. Ooh, didn't Amazing how he happened to land on that corner. Of it was, I know, it was so weird. <laughs> dead Dragon Street and Dead Dragon Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really confusing when you're trying to explain to people where you live. All right. With Agarand's body there. Even though it's grossly misshapen and missing an eye, make a persuasion check with advantage. While she's doing that, I want to ask: with as we're like walking past, because in that the kind of room leading into the main room, that's where all the the gith were, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're like walking past them, dragging these the the bodies of Agarand and this other like super mind flayer. Is there any reaction from them? Yeah, they look they look at the body of the Ulithard and they look at the body of 
Agrand mid transformation, and they they like salute you with their weapons as you're walking by. Nice, nice. Shouldn't have turned on it's us. Not nice. Those guys were dicks. <laughs> if I was kind still of their thing, though. it's kind of their thing. <laughs> uh, so I rolled a twenty-seven for, for persuasion. Holy wow, fuck! We... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the three name rule strikes again. <laughs> yeah, it's a three name thing. It's got nothing to do with the plus thirteen to your persuasion that you have. <laughs> So they start. There's a lot of murmuring in drag uh, in in draconic that begins. The dragonborn begin to look to each other. There's sort of a couple of maybe regiment sergeants that are looking around, and the the group gradually begins to disperse. And uh, and I guess the the regiment sergeant would step forward. He's going to sheath his weapon and he's going to. Looks like he wants to come forward and talk to talk to one of you. So who's who's going to take charge there? I'll let Gilly step forward. I already had my moment. Oh, really? You wave. <laughs> turn, I turn around and wave you forward. <laughs> okay, I drop the body I was dragging and I waddle up next to you. <laughs> oh yeah, well I guess I guess since Faye's the persuasive one, he'd probably go up and talk to Faye. But if Gilly's going to be right beside, we can both be there. Faye, yeah. Then, we'll, we'll yeah, both, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll greet him. So he would say, with no one left to lead us, there's nothing nothing for us here. I think all the soldiers will gladly return back to Ruzar. And I think you may never see them again. If you'll allow them to if you will allow them to leave peacefully, they will go peacefully. Uh Gilladab will ask him, like, who will lead them? He kind of shrugs, he says <laughs> We have we have no leaders now, we will Tell our brethren about the fall of our of our lords. We'll return back to our homeland, and and that will be that. Cool me. I should remind you guys that we have uh, a bunch of dwarven helpers that could like escort them out of out of Pharaoh's Point, at least. Yeah, I'll ask if he has a way to communicate with all the other troops, and if he'd be able to like use the you know work with the commanders to have them leave promptly. And that they're not to take any loot or plunder with them. He doesn't have a way, like, he doesn't have a magical way to communicate. So it would have to be just, like, going around the city to spread the word. What's the biggest illusion you can make? I can do a large major illusion in the sky. Can you do, like, a big get the F out of our city sign? I was thinking, like, what if if we... (laughs) It's, like, minor illusion around the city with the airships. Too like you can get out like dragonborn leave now, <laughs> or like maybe know. there's even like a symbol that this dragonborn could tell us that's like a symbol for them to know that they're defeated and that they're to surrender or retreat. Like even peacefully. if even if there's like a dragonborn symbol like in their language that that would show to them that they're to stand down and surrender. I'll ask the dragonborn if there's like a, a sign that they would give that would be well known. Yeah. He points to Agaran's body. He says, show them that. Everyone will know that the war is over. Broadcast the bloody corpse across the sky for all children and wives and families and everyone to see. Okay. Uh, he's like, I mean, there's, there's obviously like, if he, if he tells like soldiers that are lower ranking than him to leave, then they're, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, you're saying pretty much that by word of mouth, they'll clear out of here pretty quickly. Yeah. 
I was like, yeah, so okay. you don't really need to. Well, I mean, I'd be willing to accept them to leave. Um, it's a little uncomfortable having like an invading army lose and then leave without terms. But maybe that's something we could throw on the tattoo trust. And like, we want to let know people they've been defeated, that they're surrendering, um, and try to organize our allies to uh, see them out as quickly as possible. Yes, guide them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you wanted to impose terms like that, they they th like leave here unarmed or whatever. I'm sure that it would be something that you could do. Uh, it would be great if they dropped their arms and then left. It's it's no good seeing an armed group of people still walking around freely in the city. Okay, the dragonborn sergeant turns and he yells out this abrasive order in draconic. And he throws down his sword and shield on the steps of the Great Keep. And one by one, all of the other Dragonborn soldiers follow suit. There's a great clamor of metal hitting stone as they all throw down their, their weapons and begin to, I don't know if shame is the right word, a little bit in defeat. Yeah, Dishonored? Defeated. Dishonored. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, begin, begin dispersing towards the towards the north gate of the city Faye takes out her loot and starts playing something about we are the champions <laughs> i'm not gonna sing it for uh copyright reasons but <laughs> that's in my head right now and that's why i stop you just said you weren't gonna start I did, singing I did and, then you're, and then you just we're start good. singing it. we're good okay i think elwyn would communicate via the trust to Dane that the threat is evaporating and that the next order of business would be the careful and methodical deployment of the cure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, where's the throne room? Like, how do we take control back again? But uh, they, I mean, that sort of was the throne room. Yeah. I guess, yeah, we're already it used here. to be, yeah. Okay. Never mind then, yeah. That's a, that's a good question of of what happens next, who leads. I think that's a discussion for the tattoo trust, but uh, Gilly, Did someone say that? <laughs> yeah, like I, I would say like we're going to have to talk to the trust, organize our allies and figure out how to start helping run this city. You guys like just turn around and Faye's just sitting on the throne. <laughs> like just <laughs> sitting there. How did you get back there already? I ran. <laughs> God, she turned invisible cool. just to get back to the throne and do that little stunt. This feels really comfortable and right. She would be the worst leader. Do not let her do it. I sat here because my legs were tired, but now I kind of like it. Yeah, it, would it be reasonable to call like the leaders like of, of all our different little alliances to come to our location so we can reorganize? Yeah, I don't think that would happen immediately, but I mean that's something that we could fast forward to because I think the 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 priority was sort of securing the city again and getting mm -hmm. the cure uh dispersed and distributed. Okay. But uh having having the leaders come together, yeah, that would be something that you probably do uh I would say probably tomorrow. All right. After, after, also after you find Brita and Vanna. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Wait, when we call a tattoo dress, does Vanna respond? Oh, yeah, I guess she would. Guys, guys, I'm running. Where the hell did you go? I'm running. I can't stop running. Where are you? I'm in Boldbrook, you bastards. <laughs> so Alasha's going to kind of look around, see everything that's that's going on, and, and look down at these creatures that I guess she's never seen before. Um, and just kind of ask... <laughs> whoever's i don't know gilly or whoever's still around me like right now everything all of a sudden you know everything seems to be going well but are there more of these things do we like what are they what i've never seen this before mm, i'm sure there is more but they're not from this plane i think without the leader and without the supplies they needed it will be very hard for them to come over here but there still might be some left over alive so shouldn't we figure that out and get rid of them? Well, as much as you're not wrong, they're very smart. And if there's any left, I'm sure they've gone into hiding already. Um, but I mean, it's, it will definitely keep an eye out as we attempt to reestablish the city here. But first, we need to help the people in need. For now, I think the threat's at least stalled. Okay. Is there someone you think might we might be able to get intelligence from about this? Like a Ugh, well, these gith here really have a hard-on for them, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might be the ones to ask. <laughs> so, hearing that, Alasha's gonna turn and kind of walk back into the room where all the gith are. And who, like, there's no uh, specific leader of these gith now, right? Because, like, Grath is gone, and... Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, there's there's... There's a high-ranking one that you saw that's still on the airship, wherever that is right now. Yeah, that one. So, but I mean, right now in this room. Oh no, they're they're kind of rank-and-file soldiers. Um, so Elasha's just going to go up to one of them and say, "Whoever, whichever one of you is in charge, or uh, you know, if if there is one of you that's in charge, we need to we need to speak with that one now. So, get them here. They kind of." shrug and they say so the ship comes back when the ship comes back lady lady dismissive <laughs> my god elash is gonna grab him by the i don't know does are they wearing clothes <laughs> <laughs> gonna grab him by the dick <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> grab him by the scruff of whatever he's wearing it it's wearing and just say I said you need to get them here now. Can I make a Okay. E should I make an intimidation check or something? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> uh 18. Ooh. Okay. This Githyanki puts up his hands and says, "Yes, okay. Okay. We'll summon the ship. You speak with the Kithrak." Good. I think Gilly hearing this conversation too might step over and just say just to remind you, you just allied with the army that was defeated and sent away from this city and these lands. So you guys might want to change up your negotiation strategy here and be a little cautious about your next moves. We are always looking for allies, but we've had a troublesome relationship. One of the mutters, he's short, but correct. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, aren't these guys like seven feet tall? They're like really big, right? 
They're pretty tall and lanky, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if the conversation with the lead gith is something that you care to have. I mean, they would they would certainly want to sort of if if there was a lingering threat that the, that the mind flayers were still around, they would probably be interested in in remaining to help out. I don't know if you want to hash all that out in a conversation or just sort of say that that's what happens. I'm fine with saying like that's what happens. I think my thoughts would be would probably request that maybe they like make camp outside of the city um and then we can try and have some talks at, uh, after we sort things out but it's probably sure. best that they don't hang around inside of the city walls right now I feel like right. the next like week or two weeks is just diplomacy diplomacy <laughs> diplomacy and uh, handing out the cure yeah. Oh, so and don't fly your spooky dragon ships over the city. They're scared enough. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go, go, fly them over Boldbrook again. Okay. <laughs> so you <laughs> just a giant joke banner behind it too. In, in the distance, you hear Daniel. Don't do that. <laughs> so they're they're pretty cooperative, although you can kind of tell that they're putting on this false bravado that comes with being like thoroughly reprimanded and humiliated yeah. as a result of their poor choices. I mean, they seem to be reasonable choices at the time, but hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, so the, the Githyanki would agree to remain outside of the city. This this kind of be consultants to you as you uh, uh you know transition from utter chaos to something resembling order uh and just sort of keep their senses alert to any uh, active mind flare uh, threat. People who had become thralls without the active presence of a mind flare to control them will gradually return to normal. With the cure being deployed, many in Ferris Point are saved. Some uh, understandably would be beyond beyond, yeah, beyond saving, but the large vast majority of people who were suffering from some form of new life affliction receive the cure in some form or another, whether it's uh, something that they inhale or like a suppository. Mm. <laughs> that would be pretty par for the course with this group. <laughs> Here, here's this potion put up your butt. <laughs> It'll heal you. If they're high enough, I'm sure they won't ask questions. <laughs> Okay. Bend down and pull down your pants. This is it a Scrubs joke where they're like, ah, oh, it's it's pronounced analgesing, not analgesing. Yeah. It goes in your mouth. <laughs> it absolutely is. Elwyn, along with the dwarves, uh, gradually tracks down Vanna, who will just not stop running. Oh, wait, did I miss? <laughs> they, were they were finding me? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and eventually tracks down Brita and Lilith as well. Uh, and brings uh, once once the effects of that mind mind control command wear off, uh, bring you back to the city uh, to the keep. I will immediately try and find water. I must be so dehydrated right now. You are parched. <laughs> you are parched. Uh, yeah. So not to like go into it, but I would definitely ask like, what the hell happened? Since I've missed so very much. Elwyn would bring up the question what happens now 
<laughs> or sorry, let me sorry, just uh, out of out of context here, uh, out of uh, game. Uh, is that? Do you want to address that question first? Like, what happens with the the realm, or do you want to do like the spruce stuff first? It probably make more sense to do the spruce stuff first because the what happens yeah. now is sort of the sort of it, right? I like, sort of right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, like I said, I feel like we could have this uh, like memorial for spruce, and then all get together and be sitting around a table and sort of have a non-official discussion about like. Who who do we nominate for this leader role? And what do you guys all think you're going to do? Yeah, I kind of like that. Like getting all the, mm -hmm. like the Tattoo Trust members together in person. Yeah, we all just kind of hang out at a table after and sort of debrief together, but in like Memoriam of Spruce. Yeah. Irish Wake style. Yeah. <laughs> that works for me. I will say that uh, Gilly does already have like some plans, but they're, they're more secretive plans, I guess. Of course they are. All right. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. I want to just like, back up to tell he goes. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So is question just before we get back into the narrative uh, is, is the plan still to bury Spruce uh, by uh, Ariel burial? Shigar? <laughs> or are you going to make make like a like bury him in Pharaoh's Point or around Pharaoh's Point? I would like to bury him around Pharaoh's Point where the um, Warriors Alliance would usually do anything for uh. there. Because that's where he's from, right? Uh, okay. Like, yes, yeah, Shigar was his friend, but he was more in the Warriors Alliance, and that was where he trained and had a lot of friends. Apparently. Yeah, like, th that sounds fine. Bearing him, like, with Shigar also sounds fine. I, I propose, like, we can always uh, erect a monument to him, like, oh. in the city, and then bury him elsewhere. That's right. I said erect. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Elasha, Elasha would definitely want Spruce to be, to remain in Pharaoh's Point. And she might even um, question if if it was possible to kind of, to bring Shigar back as well. I know that would, <laughs> that would require like an, uh, what's the word? No, Exumption? Yep, no Exhumation? Exumption? Of a, of a grave? She would start like stumbling a... over the options and Gilly's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I'll take care of that one. <laughs> So Vanna gets brought back by Elwyn hmm. and she asks what the heck happened and obviously gets told the rundown. We did have a mind flare problem, <laughs> <laughs> but also sees that Spruce did not survive the final battle. Single tears rolling down my cheek. <gasps> Emotion. Him. I know. My emotions! <laughs> kind of nods and sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Nod, nods in sad respect. Uh, at this point, this is like the day after the final battle. Uh, Dane would be there too, and he's going to cast Gentle Repose on Spruce's body, which prevents it from becoming undead and also prevents it from decomposing. Oh, I like that. Can we just use his actual body as the statue? That's weird. It doesn't last that long. Uh -huh. You're going to wait. Do you want a taxidermy spruce? <laughs> oh, my God. Dog dog shakes his head no. <laughs> He's the perfect gift for a new shade. Uh, yeah, oh god! <laughs> and now we're venturing into body horror. So. Oh, no. 
As Rick and Morty said it, hey, wait. I get his legs at the right position. You said you said it's the next day, right? Yeah. Elash is going to roll an animal handling uh, check. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the important thing. Oh, yeah. That's uh, 24. Oh, wow. All right. She's so. she's just trying to comfort Dog. Dog very much like is sniffing around Spruce's bracer and very quickly warms up to Elasha. Yeah. He give, she gives him treats. Because he's a good boy. Oh my. I didn't put treats in your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased them. <laughs> I used my zero gold. <laughs> I made a trade. So Elwyn would ask, like, what? We have to do something for him. We have to do something for Spruce. Let's bury him with his fellow warriors. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. At the Warriors Alliance. Where they honor their dead. Okay, they definitely have something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Spruce's body is interred at the Warriors Alliance Proving Grounds. With a with a grave with an engraving that says gave his life to save this city. And afterwards, all the members of the Alliance and all the dwarves and Dane are assembled while while Spruce is being interred there. And there is a, a long moment of silence as these dozens and dozens of hardened, proven warriors pay their respects for a fallen comrade in arms. Can I show my disrespect to Igrand and Arizax and do something like medieval style and like, you know, put what? Like at at the memorial? Or, or... <laughs> no, like before, after, I don't know. It's just at the memorial, she falls to her knees. Fuck the dragonborn! <laughs> And now, as part of Spruce's memorial, Ben is going to shit on Agaran's head. Oh, God. That was not the direction oh, I was God. going. Okay, is this something that you want to happen before or after the memorial? Well, let's say before. While everybody's doing the funeral planning, I'm going to... Disrespect yeah. some corpses. Oh, yeah. You know it. What does that mean? Just some light well, desecration. I... That's all. I was going to, like, something... You know, medieval style, like where you put people's head on a spike, just symbolically as like, this city is no longer theirs. And also because I hate them. All right. Yeah. And I had these. I like that. I had these random pikes that I needed to use. I wasn't planning for this. No. <laughs> Somebody gave me these head pikes for my wedding registry and I haven't had a chance to use them. I haven't had a chance to get engaged yet either, but hey. Oh, Mr. Farmer would beg to differ. <laughs> it's like we don't even have a name for him. <laughs> what is his name? Seriously? Quickly after getting back to the keep, uh, Vanna beheads Agarand's body and <laughs> places it in a very conspicuous place. Mm-hmm. After Spruce's memorial, what does the party do? I don't want I just don't want to talk for ten minutes here. <laughs> No, we're going to go to the tavern, right? I could use a drink. Why don't we go to the tavern where we had that guy fall out of the window, sleepy? 
<laughs> sure, we'll go back yep. there. Yeah. Oh, the Drake Hotel. I want to yeah. sit on the second floor, though. <laughs> and remember when we launched a guy out the window? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't launch. You just... <laughs> he fell like ragdoll. <laughs> okay, yes. Elwin, Elwin sort of... You notice that he he's taken taken measures to look different. Uh, he he clearly doesn't want to be recognized because there's still a lot of hostility towards what people perceive him to have done. Is his name Elwina, and is he in a dress? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I bet you he looks fucking yeah, fabulous. Has a thorn. <laughs> he looks fucking fabulous. Yeah, he would. He definitely would have used. Uh, Phase disguise kit. He looks. Uh, but he's 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 buying rounds for the table. Yeah. Nice. And everyone's faced with this sort of lingering question that doesn't even need to be asked, but everyone's thinking, "What do we do now?" Okay. Can I spoil some of Gilly's plans here? Now is the time. Yeah. So I've been thinking for a while, and I think I've made hints towards this but I'd like to take on my role in the Thieves' Guild more as a full-time thing. But I would propose to Martin that we change exactly what we are, and instead of a Thieves' Guild, it's more of like a, a secret alliance, you could say, to keep an organization with different heads of different groups um, where we're not the face of, of ruling, but we stay in the shadows to make sure that these lands don't experience war and, and problems like we've had in the recent past. So basically changing the Thieves Alliance to like a shadow organization. That's Gilly's long-term plans. I think it's hard to argue against that. Uh, hard to argue against the necessity of that. And and that, to be totally truthful, that's something that I, as the Dungeon Master, thinking as Elwyn, would also have come to come to realize, is that when you have this concentration of power in in one person, even if that person is totally good, it it leads to vulnerabilities, and that that vulnerability was exploited uh, because once Kalir was removed and once Elwin was compromised, then there was this this void that was left that was too big to be left by just two people and so if you have if you have this more of a network or an alliance as, as you put it of people who are all sharing this responsibility then it distributes the responsibility but also the power mm -hmm. people will look to a leader or a few leaders whether that's a figurehead or several figureheads but even if those are gone, or killed, or missing, or captured, that the the rest of the of the realm can still function and mm -hmm. still have that competent leadership and that infrastructure of of power and organization, uh, even if somebody targets the symbolic leaders. So yeah. he's he's sort of thinking that having like Kalira was obviously a war hero but in hindsight having having so much power localized and and concentrated within one one individual 
was was a disaster waiting to happen. And so it would be better for everyone if if there were more seats at that table. So my idea is more like to use lessons we learned. So like there would be, you know, a handful of members that would be on like a new tattoo trust and they'd be the secret uh, you know, organizers of the land and we'd support putting people in power, um, but we would not join the power directly. Uh, I think I'd like to keep a rule of non-violence as respect to Spruce and as a functioning measure, just as Martin's Thief Guild did. Excellent. Yeah, Martin's a little bit sad that he's, because uh, you know what, he loves stealing stuff. <laughs> but uh, the world's the world's changed and he's he's going to change with it. Great. So kind of in step with that, you know, now that we don't have in Pharaoh's Point a, a set leader or uh, or anything like that and, and kind of hearing what's what's transpired, Elasha is going to propose s- uh, sort of the same thing. But instead of being this instead of having an underground. So like, you know, you've got your your new what was the Thieves Guild becoming this underground alliance. What about in Pharaoh's Point, instead of having a, a ruler or a leader, what if we have a essentially a round table, a collective of, of leaders um, that become this sort of... Like a city council kind Yeah, of like thing? a council, exactly. Like where, where decisions have to be, you know, you have a representative from different areas of the city. Um, you know, you can have someone like... I mean, I don't know. I, obviously, Elwyn right now is in a pretty... In a difficult position because of because of what was assumed that he did and and things like that but having someone like that who has the background knowledge of of the history and and who's been around um Kalira for a long time and and knows how things were run and having you know someone like Faye who is incredibly persuasive and and uh you know kind of can act a, in the voice of the or or gain the trust of the people and things like that and you know have someone like potentially Dane, who is, while obviously is the kind of the head cleric of another city, but can still sort of act in, in, uh, in the interest of, of, you know, foreign cities within our city and things like that. So having, yeah, having like a council of people who, who make decisions and have to vote on things rather than one person who's in power. I like that for the city. And, and I think that model would suit well um, for the transitional period. We'd have some members that would like assist, you know, bringing people in and getting that set up. And then over time, you know, those members could step back and have fully voted in council members. Yeah. Like whether it's a democratic process from within the city or whether the council just, you know, votes on member or whatever, having, having a group of people, that's a collective rather than just one, one person. Yeah. I think that would be a good way to develop towards somebody taking minutes here. (laughs) (laughs) It's all recorded, Tim. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. The computer is doing it. We have a magical bird that listens to everything, and then it can talk back all the words. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lilith is going to sort of empty her glass, and she says, And Vettius followed through on his promise to me, so I can now make my way back to the Underdark. Back home. Yay. So... This has been quite an adventure with with all of you, and I'll I'll cherish some memories. With a little nod to Gilly, (laughs) (laughs) and she says, "I I wish you I wish you nothing but the best." 
Elasha says, I don't know you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that seems like good news. In private, Gilly would like to give her some form of communication and maybe even a bit of support for her venture back to the underground. And just to tell her that if she discovers anything and, and trying to find a way back to the underground, that she's always got a friend and uh, any information would be useful. Anna would, uh, I think, le is left with a lot of questions. I think that we still don't know what happened with Alira. Um, and I think my plan would be to do my best to get to the bottom of it, to figure it out. Um, she's Ooh. a leader that I treasured and respected, and I think it's my duty to find out what happened to her and why, and... I'd welcome anybody's support who wants to help me in this endeavor, particularly Brita. If you're Family. willing, I would love your help in this. I know you didn't know her, but it's been great having you by my side. That's the most words Van has ever said. <laughs> That's I super know. awesome. At least like, super connected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brita nods. <laughs> oh. He's as talkative as me, eh? <laughs> Billy would say, I can't help you directly, but I think that's an incredible choice to make. And all her support is with you. Um, and I think this may help you in your goal. And I would take out the well of many worlds, that folded cloth. I think she's Thank not you. on this plane, and you might have to take some many great adventures to find her, but if anyone can do it, it's you. Thank you, Gilly. I think that'll be absolutely necessary if we're going to be successful. That's such a nice gesture from Gilly. That's a big that's a big thing from Gilly, <laughs> giving that up. <laughs> Elwin says, do you want the company of a confused, semi-coherent old man? Well, that's a heck of a sales pitch, yes. <laughs> I've seen better profiles, but I'll swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elwin would say that he's not eager to try to repair his image, and that even if the, the complicated truth came to light, it would be some time before people trusted him again. And while he does want to help out the realm, it would have to be from a distance. And so for the time being, he wants to sort of put some distance in between him and where where everyone is right now in terms of needing to get back to normal. And he says that the the people don't need an old face like mine. They need new faces like yours. Maybe one day we'll return here with with Kalira and she can lend her support to the new leaders. But uh, that won't be today. And who knows when or if it will come to pass. But I, I owe it to her to try. Come on, old face. It's Elwyn. <laughs> Your words. Your words. Elasha would, would say, you know, that... Um, she would say, I think I, I really feel a responsibility to stay uh, with the Warriors Alliance here. You know, we've lost Shigar and we've lost Spruce and, and um, I think that I, I really need to stay. But I definitely, you know, I I fought with Kalira and I 
respected her as a leader, and and if there's any way that I can help from Pharaoh's point, I'm happy to do that. Because I I would I would love to to be able to provide any assistance in in uh, in helping you with this that I can. Well, the Warriors Alliance will need a representative if we're to start this new city council. That it will. We haven't heard from Faye. <laughs> well, Faye'll say I came to the city and got dragged along on an adventure I never thought I would have. And I came here thinking I could write songs and tell stories, but now I actually have stories to write and songs to write. Stories to write and songs from them. Yeah, can I try that again? <laughs> songs to write and stories to tell? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I am a master of words. So... <laughs> <laughs> my husband just like it. Do you want? Do you want to say that? Do you want to actually say that as Faye? Do you yeah, want to give a, agree to D. Give a shot. I came to the city, and now I actually I can't even say it now. I was just like, <laughs> I could not even do it. Like you said it, and I was like, that's what I wanted to say, and now I don't remember what it is that I wanted to say. The words Songs are gone. to write and stories to tell. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. You yeah. know. <laughs> This is all staying. Yeah, in. I know. That's why I was like, I'm not even going to bother. Candace, Candace, <laughs> Candace. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm actually like 100% a little bit emotional right now. It's, it's just like, I'm not, I wasn't prepared for how like sad I am that this is coming to an end. And I was like, I just feel weird. I just don't even want to say anything. Okay. I was like, pain deserves better than that. Um, yeah. So what I'm going to do is sing songs about these adventures we've had and forever put what everyone has done here into song and legend so that it'll carry on past us and remind everybody and I will be amazing and everyone will love me stay here in the big city and make lots of money but I mean if you want me for that council thing sure just let me know as long as it happens <laughs> 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 I'll see if I can fit it in around all my uh, gigs. So what you're saying is that you're better than that, but yeah, I've always been better than all of this. You'll, you'll lend your <laughs> persuasiveness. But I can say that I am happy that I was on this side of the story. If I just come and not met you, it would have been a very different adventure for me. So I'm thankful that I made new friends and uh, I'm thankful for all of this. And with that... Elwyn gets up and says, I'll get another round of drinks and we can talk more about the future. Like I was actually getting weepy and I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to make some joke about, will Gilly let me hold him in the baby Bjorn one last time? But it just didn't, it didn't come around naturally. It didn't suit the mood. No, it didn't come around naturally. Because if there's anything that we needed was another baby Bjorn joke. Yes. I needed to bring it back. The image of that is so cute. I know, I love it. <laughs> wow, well, thanks, guys. Wow, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Two years. Matt ran away, he's not wow. even here. Matt just, like, left. Oh, wow, he was like, Cape Dunn, <laughs> <Bye>. take shit. <laughs> I have to say, I love Vanna's, like, 
future story. Yeah, really, like, uh, cool. I didn't see it coming, and uh, there's so much like nuance there. Like, it actually makes me interested to be like, what are Havana's adventures? Yeah. Like, I would read that book. <laughs> like, what's going to happen with her? Stone you know, travel across bitch. different planes? Like, yeah. Is yeah, a planer well. traveler? Like, oh my god, she's going to be legendary. <laughs>